Hi, and welcome to the next episode of Belly to Belly. And we're here today to talk about going global preparation. And the real focus is, you know, how do we get the most out of this event? And today we're joined uh, by Clive Dickin from the Institute of Export and International Trade, or better known as IONIT. So welcome, Clive. Hi there, Bill. Great to be here today. It's, it's wonderful to be here. So, you know, thinking about our audience, these are all companies, founders who are coming to going global and they want to kind of learn as much as they can while they're there. Can you tell us, uh, because we can, we can kind of visit your booth in advance and have people hopefully contact you before and, and maybe make some pre-contact so that you're having second level conversations at the event. But um, if you could tell us a little bit about what IO, uh, IOE and IT does to help companies internationalize from the UK. That would be really helpful. Yeah, no, Bill, I mean, it's, it's great that we're actually going global. And as an organization that started back in 1935, and I'm sorry our acronym is a bit of a tongue twister, IOE and IT is, yeah, we are the institutions of export and international trade. And since 1935, we have been all about enhancing the UK's and global traders' exporting performance and professionalizing that exporting performance in international trade through training, education, and membership propositions. We've gone a bit further now. We're into consulting. We can actually come to the organization, support, and uh, get into the detail in taking those anxieties away from traders. And those anxieties aren't just about when you first start out. It's also when you are potentially going through trading. You'd start working with a new country or with a potential client. You need to know about the, the opportunities that are there. And those opportunities do come with risks. And we're all about mitigating that risk and making sure that it's as efficient and profitable for both parties. Fantastic. So um, are there certain industries that you support or are, are you agnostic? We're really agnostic. And what's really amazing about being an institute we not only focus in on the individual and we have a suite of learning and membership styles and packages that are for an individual, starting from a student, taking that first tentative step in, actually, what is international trade? What are we talking about exporting? What are we talking about customs? What are we talking about importing? Right the way through to, yep, retired membership. But the full membership, when you're a full member, you are actually then a part of a CPD and learning community. Everything that changes in international trade has an impact somewhere in the supply chain of a business. So as an institute, we help with that education, not only in the getting into the real detail, but also maintaining that knowledge footprint consistently with the individual. Little things such as, yes, challenges with ships getting stuck in the sewers is one thing, but actually... Uh, looking at free trade agreements, we've got an exciting proposition that is potentially coming out with India in the very near future. What will that mean to those that are trading or have some parts of their business involved in India? What are the opportunities for that? You know, a business that can actually see an improvement in their margin by actually trading within India, that is where we can assist for those individuals. As a business, though, Yes, a business employs the individuals, but we go slightly further within the business. We actually talk about how we can support the talent. So we talk about, yes, the resources in the logistics department, the sales function, the procurement function, and actually understanding ish internationalization. And ultimately, we bring that knowledge and resource. 
We also bring in systems improvement, be that through consultation, be that through systems enhancement, through some of the services that our partners work with us in actually providing. So there's a whole range of things that we not only help with the individual, but also with the business. And the businesses, of course, are individuals. So the broad sectors, coming back to your question, Bill, about what do we cover? Who do we cover? Everything from the micro SMA right the way through to the multinational and every individual right the way through to major organisations, management structures, we will support and, and, and encourage that uh, uh, innovative approach to internationalization. Fantastic. No, that sounds great. It sounds like there are, are thinking of a, a, a multinational, even just a, a good sized company, there would be many individuals within the company that might participate and, and take advantage of, of your services. Uh, absolutely, Bill. I mean, from the chief executive of a business, the chief executive wants to know, well, what are the risks? Mm. How are we going to maximize our return? How are we going to do that? And that chief executive needs to rely on that team, that talents. And absolutely, we can help not only supporting the development, education, finding that talent and actually supporting them through through uh, recruitment and selection processes. So our, our footprint is far broader than just educating, actually identifying. And if you look at apprenticeship programs, Apprenticeships are a brilliant way of actually an employer embedding in their organization a long-term, well-developed individual who's got the knowledge. So why on earth come and talk to us at the stands, come and let us explain how you can use some of the brilliant tools that are really efficient, certainly for UK organizations that are paying into uh, the, uh, the apprenticeship levy. This is potentially a way of you actually maximizing that return building talent within your business. And as a chief executive, as a major corporation, that's just a no-brainer. That's about really you know, in increasing your internationalization abilities and reducing the risks within it. That's great. Well, so um, next question would be around going global itself. So why are you participating? What is it about the event that's particularly attractive to you? I mean, Going Global is a brilliant show, and, and we've had, as an institute, some some form of relationship with the event for many, many years. So it is only right that we are back. We love it. We love seeing the audiences. It's alignment with the business show next door is great. So there's a real mix between, obviously, the types that are helping the supply chain very tangibly, and then the business support services like ourselves that are actually there. And it's a great community, you know, from those that are just starting out very much thinking about that first tentative step. Actually, I've got this great product. It's selling well here in the UK. Crikey, I could be selling it into Europe. I could be selling it into North America. I could be selling it into Africa. How do you do it? How do you reduce that risk? How do you not just work, work and think within the UK market, which let's face it, it's great, but it's a bit bigger, the globe. The opportunities as a business, you must be, look at that growth opportunity. And we're there in going global to very much support and see that community growth. Fantastic. Um, so uh, last sort of topic area, which is, um, again, thinking of the companies who will be coming, some will be fairly mature and some will be early stage. Um, with your going global and, uh, and event experience, mm -hmm. what are some things that you'd suggest that uh, folks that are coming do to get the most out of the experience? I mean, fr from, from my perspective, uh, just as when I go to an exhibition, I always look for, yeah, who's in my supply chain? Who am I there? And seeing and making sure that you're on top of the get their game. 
What are they bringing to the party? What are the new services that they've got? But equally, from my perspective, my advice to any business out there, look at also those that are fairly new. We are exhibiting for the first time properly at the show. We're bringing a number of really new, exciting and innovative products, such as our International Trade Accelerator voucher that is available. We're bringing that to the show. We've got our new digital learning technology. Why? So you don't have to go to a classroom. You don't have to sit in a really binary way, learning in a classroom environment. Yes, in the, in the new world, in the virtual environment, we've actually digitized our course content and we're making sure that learners can get the maximum out of it. So coming to Going Global, if you are new, looking for that, look at the actual options that are available, go and see the stands, talk to those new innovative products that are out there and actually look at how they can be maximized. I mean, from my perspective and from us at IOE and IT, we're really keen to talk to any business that's interested in how they can improve their efficiency, improve their effectiveness and their profitability through international trade. And we can be really inspirational in the ways that we can actually make sure that they're maximizing that return through being a good institution. Hmm. Fantastic. So um, one last question, which I've, I've been making a habit to ask everybody is, are you pro-business card or anti-business card? So I've been going, you know, post-COVID now going to events, and it's amazing the number of people that aren't carrying business cards anymore. How do you feel about that? Uh, all I'm going to say is, oh dear, I've picked up a couple on my desk. Uh, <laughs> Bill, uh, some cultures require business cards. Some cultures don't. Some cultures are looking at environmentalism and want those cards to no longer be there. But there is an awful lot of businesses out there that don't. And I think embrace it. Embrace technology where it is appropriate, where it's flexible and adaptable. Brilliant. But ultimately, look, somebody hasn't got their phone and it's gone flat. That's a bit difficult to start exchanging. Unfortunately, good old bit of paper with a pen. You may not even have a business card, but actually just writing your name down on a slip of paper. What's more important is that people make business and you've got to connect. Hmm. Unfortunately, the most fallible thing on the human uh, is the human brain and we don't remember everybody's details. So you've got to, get, got to get those details over to somehow, haven't you, Bill? And it's so rare that someone will accept your brand, right? Here's, here's you know, here, you've spent so much for this logo, give it to somebody. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I remember there's a horrific film, which will go un unnamed, where there's a competition that goes on between the senior executives about whose business card is the most intricate and who's got the most flush uh, funds. Uh, so, hey, look, I'm sure there is uh, some business card competition out there for the most exotic, exotic. I think the most important thing that businesses connect. It's only through connecting, through people connecting, that you can carry on trade and actually build your business and expand your business. And so for me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm agnostic to answer your question directly, but I'm agnostic. I don't care. Right, right, right. Well, cool. Well, Clive, this has been a pleasure. I, boy, I tell you, your energy could light a small city. So uh, oh, I love it. I, I really yeah, love it. No, um, pleasure. Well, pleasure meeting you. And uh, I, I, yeah, love the boat. And uh, and I, I've been watching some of the uh, the uh, the Varian podcasts. So great to be part of your uh, your 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 collective. Well, it, it's great, and I can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Bill. Absolutely looking forward to seeing it going global and look forward to meeting uh, the many people. Please, Bob, by the IOE and IT stand. We look forward to seeing you there. Brilliant. Thanks, Clive.